time to get geeked up. It's time to kick it in the 718. Hang out with your buddies, save the bodega, stop gentrification, avoid the temptations of joining a gang, attend Thursday Night Mass hosted by Method Man, and also fight some goddamn blood-sucking vampires. Because on this episode of Geeked Up Presents Netflix and Chat, we watched Vampires vs. the Bronx. I'm Devin Barnes, and with me always is the Henny to my little mayor, my bruh, Liam Whalen. Yo, yo, yo! Welcome. It actually works show. this time, by the way. A nice, uh, a nice yo, yo, yo is uh, a perfectly fitted yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Bronx, baby. Welcome was, to the Bronx, uh, brah. I was hoping for more of a woodlawn versus the vampires. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, welcome to the show. And the streets of woodlawn, there are vampires. We haven't talked about Woodlawn since our uh, St. Patrick's Day shout out for. Wasn't the band called like the Blood Suckers or something hilarious too? All the uh, immigrant vampires with their J fives. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They were dressed Uh, like fucking Europeans, but we'll get into that. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, we've watched, like I said, Bronx versus or vampires versus the Bronx, uh, kicking off our big Halloween series of shows. Before we get into this, listen back, of course, to, uh, in my opinion, the scariest episode of Netflix and chat we ever did. Uh, Definitely the creepiest. Our, <laughs> yeah. A review of uh, Cuties. So check that out if you dare. I mean, a very uh, controversial, you know, uh, sure. it's more of a cabbage night, uh, a devil's <laughs> night kind of movie, I'd say, to watch Cuties and then... Check out The Five Bloods as well, though, all right? Because it's not just cuties. <laughs> we have we have other good ones out there. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, even... Uh, Don't forget about those so Oscar so. winners, all right? We're going to go back to Roma if you have to, but fucking... <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, dude. Cannes was... I mean, uh, cuties did win a Cannes Film Award for, like, best, like, audience favorite. It was a real creepy year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least that weirdness is in France. We can't, uh, at least we're absolved (laughs) from all guilt from cuties winning anything, so. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, So check that out and all the other stuff we have on Netflix and chat. And, of course, listen back to our Geeked Up podcast, our big fall movie TV special we had coming out, which is uh, another indication that uh, Halloween is right around the corner. Of course, you know, listen to that. We have some quarantine news in there, some uh, Coronaville news, if you will. Oh, yeah, all the uh, movies and TV shows, uh, hilarious election specials, and uh, and whatnot. No, there's some Walking Dead talk in there. (laughs) Of course, some Walking Dead. Of course, uh, Baby Yoda makes an appearance, because what's what's TV in 2020 without Baby Yoda? And uh, Um, Some Halloween movies on the list as well, but of course, we give our full uh, uh, War with Grandpa preview. (laughs) (laughs) So... <laughs> oh man, already out and killing the. Is it crushing the box right office right now? Yeah. I mean, what's winning, Bill and Ted or War with Grandpa? What, what, what was, what's uh, who's, who's got the edge in the uh, box office race? 
I mean, let's be honest. Bill and Ted got more talk from us than Tenet did. So. <laughs> That's true. I actually watched Bill and Ted's. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I didn't go. To I got to fucking stay that. home and do that one. I didn't have to risk my life to. Uh... <laughs> and we can't yeah, even in New so... York actually because it's not even. I didn't yeah, have to exactly. rent a zip car and find a drive-through or whatever the fuck. To... <laughs> Lesson to you there out there, Tenant and James Bond. Um, you know, your biggest audience is watching from home. So, of course, like I said, this is kicking off the big Halloween specials. Today we are obviously watching, like we said, uh, The Vampires vs. The Bronx. But on Netflix and chat, we got a bunch more uh, uh, Halloween movies that coming out for you. Of course, we'll be putting out our uh, Best of Halloween special again on uh, the Geeked Up podcast. We'll be <laughs> yes, doing you will it. get to uh, relive some of the great uh, Halloween moments of past on Let our Geeked Up Best of special. Halloween. <laughs> as well, yeah, as well, we will be playing our last year's uh, Stephen King Netflix and chat. We'll have that one up uh, available, oh, yeah. as well as our uh, Halloween special from last year. I got the uh, playlist we'll be putting up. Uh, uh, And then we're doing a triple header of Netflix and chat action for this year, starting with today, obviously. And then continuing on with uh, Devil All the Time, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Devil All the Time with all – which we first gave a golden ticket just based based on the amount of Avengers that were in it. And now it turns out that it's fucking uh, creepy and around Halloween. So fuck it. We're going to lump it in there with the Halloween special. And then, and then, of course, it all home, uh, the biggest <laughs> Halloween special we've ever done, Hubie Halloween. Uh, already out of Netflix now, so it's giving you guys plenty of time to watch it. If you yes, want to very tough to resist temptation because yeah. it was about to autoplay after Bronx vs. Vampires last night. <laughs> yeah. And as Sandler's goofy face was fucking uh, like 10 seconds, 9 seconds, 8 seconds, I was about to just fucking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that second gummy's kicking in, it's like, I mean, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, yeah. Just watch the first 10 minutes and then. Uh, and then really to cap everything off of all of our Halloween specials, we will be doing our first ever creepy, scary Thursday night before Halloween trivia Zoom special with all you guys involved. Uh, yes, know, horror trivia, Zoom, geeked up horror trivia Zoom room going down oh, yeah. Thursday uh, the 29th. Winner of our first uh, trivia contest, you know, due to, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know That's if it true. was a, Group got, of my fault, but we got to get Ross game. back to defend his title. Hopefully, uh, ho- hopefully, there's more controversy on uh, yeah, Halloween yeah, yeah, yeah. Eve Eve, as we uh, uh, like we said, horror movie, all things creepy. So I guess Cuties is on the list. Watch Cuties, <laughs> yeah. <if not laughs> yeah. And like and like we learned last time, if you want to do your geeked up homework, uh, uh, I, I I like to skew a lot of the questions. Based on recent geeked up episodes, so you imagine a Hubie Halloween is gonna is gonna come up on the trivia Zoom room. You imagine Bronx vs. Vampires will be coming up. There'll be a lot of stuff coming up, but you know us to kick things off before we even watch uh, get into uh, Vampires vs. Bronx. We always have to have one of our experts on, and you've already seen his name in the. Uh, in the intro to the show, if you're watching this, you know, if you're playing this, if you're not us, and uh, <laughs> it's now then, and you're looking at the playlist, Whoa. you're going to see The that, time uh, warp. I feel like I'm watching <laughs> Bill and Ted's again. We flashed ahead 15 minutes until, or we flashed ahead two days until the... Uh, but uh, someone doesn't get how time travel works, it sounds like. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, you know us. We're always bringing on our experts, and uh, we got a special guest on right now, uh, hosting his own uh, backyard comedy shows. It seems to be a Halloween theme, and also uh, doing a uh, 31 days, I believe, of a horror movie marathon. I think even more than that. I think even so. more than that. That's even scarier. Please welcome to the show, uh, Ray Goots. Welcome, buddy. Mr. Goots. What's up, brother? The uh, the one man that loves Halloween more than the Geeked Up Boys, I can say, judging by his Facebook page. And definitely uh, Ray Goots on Facebook if you want to see how you really, uh, if you want to see how Halloween gets celebrated. Uh, you've been doing, uh, uh, I believe, the 61 days of Halloween. I like to think that I set up my house pretty early. I'm like a late September Halloween setupper, but uh, you're going. I, I, I do the day, right? I, I do Labor Day. I do right on Labor Day. I yeah, so, that, so that's nice. the uh, – what exactly is the uh, – Devin brought up the 61 days of Halloween that you've been celebrating. We'll get into some of the other stuff in a minute, but uh, ultimately give us a little bit of a rundown on how Gooch celebrates Halloween. Well, the 60, <laughs> 61 days is like um, – I was really going to watch 61 horror movies in 61 days, but I just got way too busy. But I'm wearing a different horror shirt every day. All right. and, it's a good uh, second. Uh, it's a good second option. Yeah, and I just gonna... take a selfie. Uh, yeah, I take a selfie on Instagram with my horror shirt collection. And, uh, and so, I'm what do we got like, going today? Know. What's our uh... today? Is the General Mills Monsters? This was a limited edition shirt with Count Chocula, <laughs> Booberry, and Frankenberry. Nice so Booberry and Frankenberry. Yeah, so this is a little uh, more family friendly. This shirt usually I'll, I'll wear like nice. so I wear like I have so many. Shirts. I'll wear Suspira, the original, not the remake. Now, do you have uh, more yeah. than sixty one, or are we? Uh... I think I do. <laughs> is this a, a shirt for every day, or are we recycling the laundry here? Or are we? No, no, it's a different. Because for me, I could do I... that with like three shirts. I can do sixty one days wearing these same three shirts twenty times. Liam, you gotta no. do 61 days of the Mets. <laughs> I know. I've I, already uh, done that at, one. That's. <laughs> at first, I was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't have 61 horror shirts." And now I'm, I think I'm up to what uh, day 45, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I do have." Oh <laughs> shit, I've got way more. An ungodly amount of shirts. Yeah, no, we gotta figure out who's making the cut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some shirts are not gonna be showcased. Now, I would recommend just real quick before we carry on. I would definitely recommend uh, Count Chocula and Franken uh, and Frankenberries over Booberry. Because Booberry will turn your bowl uh, uh, blue for about a week, if you know what I'm saying. The other ones, not as much. So you know, I I, I finally I never had this cereal until 2000, I think uh, 16. Wow. I never had it, and, and what I what a shitty child this... you what a shitty childhood you had. <laughs> well, my parents were like they they were cool with me having candy and having McDonald's, but they like drew the line on breakfast cereal. They're like, you can't have all this. <laughs> That is the parent move. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're right on that one. But meanwhile, they let me they let me do a shot of whiskey when I was like three. But you can't fucking have blueberry. <laughs> that's that's so. But no sugar cereal. So funny, uh... Do you know how I finally ate it? This is going to be actually funny. I couldn't find any of it, and I went on Facebook, and I'm like, hey, this. I was like the week of Halloween. I go, I can't find this anywhere. I always wanted to try it. You know, I'm big into Halloween. And Aaron Berg found me the boxes of all people <laughs> and nice. brought it to me at Caroline's. Yeah. Aaron where did Berg he, uh, where did he track him down? Like, did he go to a fucking, he was at a, he, he was at a seven 11 and saw them and just grabbed Okay. Them. Wow. Amazing. Fucking well done yeah. by that seven 11 coolest seven 11 ever with the, uh, yeah. coming through. But yeah, I mean, my, not, my only was, story always... with that is one time, like literally like running to my mom in a panic. Cause I thought something was really wrong with me. 
because my shit had just turned so blue from the from boob, and then I like I was like eleven and diagnosed, and not to get gross, but it would like fucking it does crazy. Like, have you ever had a dog like uh, 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 get into your box of crayons and then have to clean up after it? And he's got like a multicolored rainbow shit. That's pretty much what uh, happens if you if you eat blueberries and frankenberries. In the same day to celebrate well, yeah, Halloween my, when I you're twelve. My poop, my poop was pink, and I thought I was bleeding from my ass when I had, <laughs> uh, had Frankenberry. Okay, you see, I was the opposite. Uh, I was more of a booberry kind of guy, but uh, and I'm an alcoholic, so I've just had diarrhea for the last. <laughs> he just six had the whiskey years. shits from the. <laughs> it's probably actually better to be an alcoholic than to be a uh, a booberry. A, bo- a booberry uh, alcoholic. Addict. It's definitely yeah, more we, socially acceptable. I'll give you that much for sure. Yeah, yeah. But so I guess in addition a... to the shirts, like we said, you have done the uh, – you've decorated the uh, uh, house. And I guess the house in uh, uh, Queens where you're you're a Queens guy, right? Yep, I'm living a story. You're living a story. Yeah, you're uh, – but the house oh, is kind of now taken forefront because not only do you do a pretty epic, uh, epic job decorating and all – but you as well have now kind of converted your backyard into a comedy, into an uh, outdoor comedy room here in Coronaville? Yeah, uh, I, I have comedy shows, about uh, 10 to 15 people a show. I'm now doing it uh, four nights a week. So I'm back what are you doing, doing, Thursdays through Sundays? Yep, Thursdays. And it's five, just totally open shows. to the public, right? Like, can you give a uh, – you're going to be doing it through Halloween, yeah, I'm assuming. Make a, to make a reservation, yeah. And then, no, we're going to go through Christmas. Um, okay, nice. nice. Yeah. To make a reservation, just go to Haunted House Comedy and Instagram. But so I, I, I my, in my house, uh, no one lives in the upstairs apartment because that's where my aunt lived. But she died two years ago. And we're still like figuring out her will and shit. So I turned all of upstairs into a haunted house. So they're like the, the oh, kitchen. Nice. There's that's like awesome, dude. dolls eating human flesh. The uh, bathroom's a crime scene. And the living oh, like there's epic. like oh, there's like Halloween music. Like so, it's a whole experience. You like. You know, like we can't be indoors with Corona, but when you go into this apartment, which is clean because no one's there, sure. you go to the apartment to pee or take a shit, you get like all this horror stuff in your face. That's so, okay, that's great. So you don't even have to let him into your house either. You've got like a no, own little. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome! Great, man. Yeah. The neighbors are getting a free show now. Do the comics have to keep to like a Halloween kind of theme, or no, no, the, no, no, the house no. itself? Right, good man. No, good. it's it's just all the yeah. decorations and stuff are enough. But some some comics talk about Halloween. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm sure. I, I think I would have to. <laughs> yeah. Would, it's kind of tough to right, avoid but, uh, a little riffing on the fact that there's a fucking Freddy Krueger on stage. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, awesome. No, so uh, check out Haunted uh, uh, Haunted House Comedy Haunted on House Instagram Comedy is the way to uh, – uh, the Geeked Up Boys are definitely going to have to make a uh, field trip out there before yeah, Halloween exactly, to man. check that out the awesome, – and like you said, you're, uh, uh, Ray is uh, a real long veteran in the stand-up comedy scene. You've been real involved in comedy in New York. Do you have any uh, quick, before we get back to Halloween, some of your thoughts about the current state of comedy here in, Coronavi- in Coronaville? I know yeah, that you've I, been – I think things – you know, it's, it's funny. I'll have conversations with people, and I, I, it's scary to me how people think, like, that literally we're going to go back to, like, 2018 – in like six months or so like like you know in other words like whatever our schedule was the way clubs are run i really think we're gonna see a massive change in the comedy industry and danger fields was really the first big like collapse i know mean, you mm-hmm. saw danger fields uh, yeah yeah they own the building so if the guy who owns the building is like fuck this i don't want to do it what are the wow. club owners who just rent gonna say for yeah. sure man 
Yeah, and uh, I I mean, it's already a very flimsy, just compared to other entertainment structures, comedy is kind of, you know, you're doing all of your weekly entertainment pretty much on Friday and Saturday nights for the most part. Some clubs can sell Thursday and Sundays, but it's it's a tough business model. There's so many big clubs in New York that I definitely would see a lot, and it's already started, like, in Brooklyn and whatnot, where there's just so many, kind of the Jersey show model from my, like, starting in comedy, but just so many just regular bar shows and shows happening in smaller venues that I definitely just think for comedy that's like the next logical thing instead of having a club that's dedicated entirely yeah, to comedy they're just going to start doing I, comedy shows in restaurants basements and that kind of shit I don't mm-hmm. think the comedy club is a, listen, but, but here's the other thing too that's crazy to me if you think about it a lot of comedy clubs don't pay the comedians on shows right and now yeah. they have to start a GoFundMe if you told anyone I have a business strategy I'm an open business <laughs> I'm not going to pay the star attraction. <laughs> I'm going to keep everything myself. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I have to take six months off. I have no money. Like, but you don't pay the, the main attraction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where's, Where's the money going? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. I mean, uh, uh, like most New York City style comedy clubs, there are places like Caroline's that have like headliners come in that get paid a certain amount. But like, you know, Comic Strip Live, Comedy Cellar, they literally pay like a comic will get paid like 20 bucks. Like fucking Seinfeld will show up there and it'll get paid like 20 bucks to perform there. That's like the going rate. And then that's it. Like they just keep the, yeah, like you said, they keep all the bar money, all the fucking chicken wings, all the, uh, you know, cover charges and all. And that. And that's my thing. It's like, you know, if I'm going to work for free, why not work for free with my friends or my own show? Why put money into someone else's pocket? Especially, you know, this people are not going to have the money to go back out and pay a cover and an overpriced two-drink minimum when for the sure. world is restored. Because there's no jobs and no money right now. Yeah, no, that's true. That's really true. And uh, just in general, it's going to be a while before, you know... 300 people you know it's gonna be a lot easier to get 50 people you know but we can start and like i said for most of my new york city comedy career i would have been well within like a 25 like a socially distant 25 person show it's fucking right up that sounds good to me you know what i mean it sounds (laughs) like i'm right back home at the village lantern you know what i mean like i'm cool with that so the good thing about my thing is like my my show uh is if i have eight or ten people it's good so now I'm having five shows because it's like, well, you know what? All I need to do is get eight people, and that's a full show. You know, yeah. So smaller crowds means more shows and more spots for comics. So okay, yeah. so yeah, if you get 50 people wanting to come, you can do, you know, five you shows. Five shows, and that's 50 comics. If you put 10 comics a show, let's say, that's 50 comics of stage time that didn't have stage time before. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I think things are going to change for the better for us. I think we're going to be more independent. There's a lot of, like, the club owners are like, you need to be nice to me or nothing's going to happen for you. If I don't like you, nothing – and, like, I think that's going to go away. For sure. You know? I mean, even just when yeah. I started, like, 10 years ago in New York City, let's say it was really even back then a lot more you kind of had to get into certain clubs because there just wasn't as many independent shows going on around the city, especially outer borough shows and whatnot. But there was just a well, lot less you... comedy going on. I think I've talked about it on the show before, though, too. And I don't even really want to give the guy a shot. But I started doing comedy in Southwest Florida. So there was really only, like, one big comedy club, like, around there to, like, get on. Like, in, like, Marco Island. Yeah, yeah. That was called uh, Captain Brian's, like, Seafood Comedy Club. 
And long story short, you had to call the guy. The guy's name was Brian, but you you didn't refer to him as Captain Brian. Like, <laughs> he would be like, wouldn't wow. even fucking talk to you. Like the guy was the biggest. You had, hey, like, Captain kinda, like, Brian, what's going on with you today? Suck his balls. I remember the first time I met him, I was like, hey, Brian, right? And he was like, look to the other guy. Who was like, kidding me? <laughs> yeah, why do they all have this like, fucking <laughs> attitude? Yeah, because it's like. Dude, it's, fuck it, you, it's, man. 90% of these owners like have, or bookers have this fucking shitty attitude like like did a cool kid in high school it's like you're 50 years old you have to be a fucking person <laughs> yeah you're also a failed comic so but I guess that's all for what's up no I was I was gonna say you know I, when I started comedy nobody wanted to see any shows in Brooklyn or Queens like nobody people only wanted to go to Manhattan I think now people are more than willing. They don't want to go to Manhattan. I, I heard. I don't know if you guys are. Do you are you have you been to Manhattan, Liam? I haven't been. Yeah, I actually long. live in Manhattan now. But... Oh, you live. How how bad is it over there? I I heard from friends. It's. Not I mean, good. it's definitely weird to see like high. You know, Fifth Avenue is still like boarded up, and you know, and now you go down Forty Second Street, and there's still most of the stores all boarded up and whatnot, and. The uh, amount of people have just not come back. My building itself is starting to kind of refill up with some vacancy, uh, you know, refill their vacancies, mm -hmm. sense it all. But, I mean, honestly, it's just like a totally different world. I think that Queens and Brooklyn, a little bit more neighborhood-oriented. Yeah. I'd probably bounce back to normal a little bit more quick. But New York does not yeah, – my neighborhood does not feel like it did before by any stretch. Yeah, story, uh, story is normal. But, like, I haven't been to Manhattan since March, and I, I know a lot of people have been to Manhattan – that yeah. live in the outer boroughs alone. They just don't want to go. They're like, yeah. I don't And there's no reason yeah, for me I... to go. Yeah, yeah, for yeah sure. why would you? Why would you go to Manhattan when you could go to Astoria and check out a comedy show and a haunted house at the same yeah. end at, at Ray Goose's and I, and I private address? Movies in the window. Yeah. <laughs> But I Amazing. guess so he's got horror movies in the window. That'll kind of get us back into some more horror movie stuff. Just in general, I guess. So you're uh, uh, celebrating Halloween. What are your for the peeps out there? Give us like your all time Halloween movie must watch. Yeah, I was What's, like, say your... it too. Is there like a movie every year this time of year? It's like, all right, dude, it's uh, Halloween time. Trying to ready to watch some Hocus Pocus or some Halloween <laughs> Town. Fuck Hocus Pocus. What? Too, so. I finally saw Hocus Pocus this year, and I'm like, how is was this anyone's childhood? This is I've got a girlfriend of uh, 13 years that uh, we've already watched it twice. <laughs> oh wow! I suspect I it won't be the last. <laughs> I uh my 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 big movies are the original Halloween uh or in fact all the sequels. Okay, nice, I'll, nice. I'll try to watch one of those during this. Um, also, the I really OG like... kind of stuff though, the more traditional like slasher. Are you more of a slasher guy or a psych thriller? Like, what are your what's your oh, style? Yeah, I, love, I, I love the I love Jason. I love Freddy. I love Leatherface, Pinhead. I love gotcha. okay, nice. I, I guess you call, people call them now the horror heroes. I love the, but I also the Universal films like a, a couple of Halloween's ago. I watched Frankenstein. Uh, okay, nice. Halloween, well, like the nineteen thirty fucking the nineteen thirty two version. Yeah, the yeah. Yeah, but Boris Karloff stuff, and uh, I like watching um, like Bela Lugosi, Dracula, Wolfman, mm -hmm. Monster Squad from the eighties. I think I think that should be what, underrated, dude. Yeah, man. That should be the fucking movie everyone watches on Halloween. Not Absolutely, man. <laughs> Wolfman's got nuts. Monster Squad should be Halloween's Christmas story. Like this 80s movie that bombed, and now we just watch it continuously. You know what? That's such a great call. That's a great comparison, too. too. Like, I'm going to really put that like... on the list for myself, actually, because I haven't seen Monster Squad in years. 
Oh, it's the oh, best, it's dude. so fucking good. I, a couple years ago, introduced it to a group of friends who had not only never seen it, had never, like, heard of it. And I was like, <laughs> am I, like, growing up in a bizarre world? Yeah, is this bizarre world? watching it, though, there's, like, nobody really, like, became famous after, you know, there's no, like, oh, oh look at that guy now. Like, no, and you're right, it's just so far like, down the list as well of Halloween movies, yeah. of, like, the Jasons and Freddies and whatnot. Like, you wouldn't go to think, uh, you know, it's just there's so many other synonymous characters with it all. That's such I, a good I, point, I, yeah. I fuck saw, off Goonies and uh, Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is I the saw, Monster Squad <laughs> crew right here. Right? I, saw, I saw Monster Squads, and I'll, I'll never forget this, so I went in the summer 87 to see Monster Squad in the theater opening day. Nice. <laughs> No one nice. in the theater. Me and my dad, I dragged my dad. And we get out of the movie theater, and there's a line in the hallway. And the line is for Lost Boys. Because it came oh, up. Wow. I mean, I can't blame him there, for fuck's sake. And my like... dad, and like, they're all like these kids in like leather jackets, and all like the cool kids. <laughs> nice. And my dad was like, We should have went to go see that movie. And I'm like, I know. Ah, whatever. I'm happy with I mean, yeah, I guess there were no yeah. losers. There were no losers at the Queens movie theater fucking that night, 1987. There was... <laughs> yeah, they were all checking out Lost Boys. How about for <laughs> some of the more, like, hilarious, uh, uh, which is the a cheesier uh, a horror hero, but Leprechaun or Chucky? Or is there, like, an uh, yeah, Chuck, even more Chucky, retarded one that I'm missing? Chucky's not... Uh, the first couple of Chucky's are pretty scary. Uh, Chucky got retarded after Bride of Chucky, but... Well, they're calling him Charles. Yeah, have you seen the that there's a, a reboot coming out this year? Charles? Like no, this isn't a joke. This is, like, a real movie that's coming out. Oh, really? Charles? Yeah. Charles. I know it sounds Chucky. like a really bad joke, but it's not. It's a fucking really bad movie. That's... Uh, you know what's you know what I saw on Halloween night when I was twelve and I gotta watch it more. I feel like though it's more a Christmas movie. I don't know, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, that's always a discussion of where does that movie fall, and uh, I think I settled it on as a Thanksgiving movie in the end. It's like, look, it's right in the middle. <laughs> There's not enough Thanksgiving movies out there, so I'm giving. A... You can only watch planes, trains, and automobiles so many times. I think it's a good movie to watch on Halloween night because you get your Halloween out of the way and then you're like the fucking Hallmark channel. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sure, at the yeah. Yeah. You're right, yeah. No, I definitely put that as a Halloween movie for sure. It's fucking way too yeah. creepy to be Christmas. It's a creepy, weird have... movie. It's Halloween. No doubt about it. Although I'm definitely going with Devin's Thanksgiving theory on this one. Yeah. My Thanksgiving movie is the plane trains and automobiles. Yeah, exactly. And that's the only, as everybody's there's, fucking yeah, Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. I mean, Goots, I, I know me and you can still actually get down to uh, some survive a, a good survivor series marathon on thanksgiving and long for the old days when it was actually a uh a thanksgiving related pay-per-view but uh this was uh, i usually go right from halloween to christmas for decorations but this year i decided to challenge myself and decorate for thanksgiving and the dollar store by me a month ago had a row of thanksgiving decorations i'm like great i'm gonna fucking do it up I go to the dollar store today. They already took down the Thanksgiving decorations all Christmas. <laughs> what? It's, fucking... it's not even fucking November. <laughs> I know. It's not even, even, even the 15th. I mean, oh, well, like hilarious. fucking what for Thanksgiving decorations? What do they have? A fucking haystack and a squash and so like a, like a fake pumpkin? Like what else could you put? Uh, dinner stuff, turkeys, a gourd, uh, happy Thanksgiving, a football for football season. So I was like, oh, this is great. I can use this for Thanksgiving. It's all gone. It's all gone. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude, I can talk to you off air. I've got actually, dude, I fucking do have a collection of, of autumnal garland, like fake oh, okay. leaves. 
If you want, if you want strings of fake leaves, holler at your boy. That's yeah, all I can yeah, say. I can but you're gonna have to get. get <laughs> I'm being 100 percent serious. A couple years ago, I can fucking send you pictures, but I did go all out on gourds and pumpkins, fucking all, right, yeah. all depressed after I my girlfriend broke up. I want to do Thanksgiving this year because I want because I didn't do last year because I was in California for most of the holidays, so I just did Christmas and cold and called it a day. So. Okay, nice, nice. Um, I guess for some other uh, horror movie kind of Halloween stuff, uh, kind of getting back to the Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, uh, two that I always feel get left out for Halloween classics, but they're definitely in my list. But how about Beetlejuice or Ghostbusters? Are we are those Halloween movies or comedy yeah. classics? What do we? I, I I consider them a little bit of both. Uh, yeah, Ghostbusters I can kind of watch any any time of year, but uh, if you put it on on Halloween, I'm not going to complain. Beetlejuice the same thing. For like sure. Beetlejuice is like a, a Halloween must-watch for me, though. Yeah, I think like Beetlejuice would fall more into the Halloween categories than Ghostbusters would, ironically enough. But uh... Gremlins, Gremlins, like people say, like, how come you don't have Gremlins stuff for Halloween? Gremlins Christmas. to me is a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%, sure. dude. 100%. <laughs> he's like, one of the fun Gremlins is wearing a snow hat at the end. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why people think it's, it's not a Yeah, Christmas. just because there's a monster doesn't make it fucking necessarily uh, – although la- like I was going to say Stranger Things, although la- – oh, no, yeah, I guess last year Stranger Things was 4th of July. It wasn't, wasn't a fucking Christmas movie or a Halloween movie. It was a – I think Christmas was the first season, Halloween was the second season, and then 4th of July was this new season. Oh, that's right because they had the Christmas lights and then the mm-hmm. – uh... So uh, next season they gotta do like I don't know fucking Valentine's Day or something. <laughs> yeah, the Valentine's Day massacre fucking next season. But have they announced it's, the fourth season? I'm sure. Like, didn't they already put out trailers for it? I think they were gonna start filming it then COVID. Happened. Okay, I see. Well, they did give out a they did do one like teaser trailer and it was just like the biggest spoiler. In yeah, the they showed like it Hop was, fucking it was back. Just, like Hopper like working <laughs> on an assembly line in Russia. It was like I guess Hopper's alive. Uh... That, yeah, uh, it's funny that 2017 Halloween. I watched all of season one. I never watched season two or three. I should get, I should get on that. Season one's great. Season two yeah, and I three. Mean, yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, season one's great. Though. Season one's definitely. What the about? Best, uh, but... They're also bringing back. I guess it's kind of Halloween news. They're also bringing back uh, Dexter. Oh, I was so sick of that show by the end. <laughs> so was I. I feel like I was the only person that I'll watch it. I feel like I was one of the few that watched it to the end. I will say this. I what? So Dexter officially people. had like a finale, and now they're just coming yeah. back for more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't hate the finale. I'm gonna be the one person that probably like watching it was like, I'm not totally hating it. But it, I think it, everyone it, else if Dexter goes back to work at that police station with the same character, it's whack. They're officially brain dead. They are, they're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're officially, there's something mentally wrong with everyone he's ever met. And put it all together the show by now. literally ended with him holding up a neon sign that I, I am a serial killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if he just goes back to work and they're just like, well, I guess she's had a bad day that day. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. That's exactly how they treated it in the last episode anyway. They all watch him just slit this guy's throat and they're like, Dexter, you shouldn't even have been in there. But but your sister did die. Come <laughs> yeah. on out there, you crazy scamp. It was, oh, uh... it was so bad how, like, he would he would just be so... It, it, the characters would literally, like, he'd be stabbing someone. And in order for it to make sense, a character would be like, oh, look at this cool picture on my phone. While he's, like, stabbing somebody, <laughs> like, in the other room. It got so bad, that show. They were really it. starting it to stretch for the... Uh, I um, guess kind of in that vein, is there any other uh, more recent, you know... Dexter, just kind of in the last... How do you feel about, like, the Jordan Peele horror stuff or, like, the Plumhouse stuff uh, or... Uh... B- uh, uh, oh, it's Blumhouse? Oh, it was Blumhouse. Um, Blumhouse, I, I, Blumhouse. I, I Blumhouse, don't know Blumhouse. Whatever. I'm, sure you, I'm, I'm sure you guys are right. 
Considering I, I said don't know plum. How that guy became the king of fucking horror. He's made nothing but bad movies. Um, yeah, it's true. I think there's like two good movies he's made, but he made Truth. I mean, Truth or Dare, Escape Room, Fantasy Island. This is the shit this guy's putting out. <laughs> yeah, it's insane, right? <laughs> what about recent? Is there any more like newer, more recent horror movies that you're a fan of? I liked it. I so I watched The Lighthouse, which nobody calls horror, but it is. The um, Lighthouse, okay, that was great. I We've mean, talked a lot about that, Joe. Uh, I consider it porno. And jerking off to a mermaid is <laughs> yeah. kind of horrific to me. Yeah, well, uh, it's based on like H.P. Lovecraft stuff. Some of the things. I mean, you know, well, I guess yeah, yeah, the yeah, movie yeah. actually does directly link with The Witch, which is from the same director. But those and movies have. Is, I'm sorry, The Witch is the movie I watched on Halloween night uh, two years ago, and I loved it. I loved okay, it. Yeah. The Witch was fantastic. Yeah, I have not yeah, seen I The Witch, but apparently, like, how... The Lighthouse is in the same universe. So, technically, you're right. It is, like, some fucking deep sci fi. But when you're watching it, for me, in the theater, it was just, like, an art film that was. I, re- I loved it. I fucking thought Willem Dafoe was amazing. It, but it was. Uh... They, they, you know, when theater. I would say Parasite was probably more of a horror than that one, though, to be perfectly honest. Oh, really? No. Well, the, nah. oh, you know what? Uh, and I love Parasite, too, but it was, like, I'm just saying more of a horror than. Oh, okay. You know what was also – it was really good, and they, they put it out after Halloween, and I don't get it. Sometimes when a horror movie has, like, artsy people behind it, they don't put it out for Halloween, which is fucking weird to me. Uh, the new Suspira that came out two years ago. Okay. With Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton plays a dude in the movie, and if I didn't tell you that, you wouldn't know that was Tilda Swinton. Wow. She, has, she plays She plays three different roles. Okay, She's interesting. Only... Yeah, it's pretty good, and that was like um, – that's like a horror. Because that's one of the all-time classic horror movies that I didn't. I kind of didn't watch that based on like the remake, you know, whole angle. So like you got a lot of balls oh. fucking remaking this one, but it's good because they don't try to do like a direct remake. They try to do something more like artistic. But when they go for horror, when they go for like murder and shit, it's mm-hmm. bloody as fucking hell. So nice. This, you know, are you a fan yeah, of like the it. like? Uh, how about Rob Zombie? Because oh, we were talking just last episode. I'm not too – me and Devin are both not too much into just like the super gore horror kind of shit. Oh, dude. Fucking Three from Hell wasn't even a horror movie. It's a new one. I know they're at, they, they're trying to make it. That was the biggest crock of shit. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Somebody else it, said that too. His fucking wife ruins everything he does. I, I know <laughs> that's What does his wife, wife do? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's, just, yeah, she's in every one of his movies. Okay, see. She's just a bad actress in all of her – Yeah, movies. she's a horror yeah. – he keeps giving her like stuff. Her and Kevin Smith's daughter. The reason why I stopped... <laughs> oh, dude, so true, man. Harley Quinn Smith. Harley Quinn. terrible, and he's like, he's like putting all the movies about her, around her. And it's like, dude, I know that's your daughter. But like, this is what I would say if I was Kevin Smith and Rob Zombie. Like, listen, I say to my wife, listen, I love you. You're my wife. This is fucking great. I need you to go out, and I need you to get a role on your own for me to put you in any other movie ever again. And I'd say the same thing if I was Kevin Smith and my daughter. Go out, audition. If you can get something on your own, you're going to still Ooh. be in my movies. But if not, I can't put you in my movies. Yeah, if nobody yeah. else will put you in anything, then I can't put you in anything either. Uh, I guarantee you yeah. both those women will be on the, will be fucking working as waitresses. They didn't have <laughs> the husband and the dad they have. Dude, that uh, Kevin Smith's daughter is, fuck, is atrocious. She's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> she is. I don't know if it was her that ruined the Jay and Silent Bob get rebooted or just the movie. I mean, it wasn't Jay or Silent Bob. I'll tell you that much. I know. I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming Jay or Silent yeah, Bob. So. It has to be. But uh, I mean, uh, do you have any other uh, any other Halloween uh, last Halloween thoughts for Goose before we get him out of here, Devin? Uh, 
Or Ray, do you yeah, have any yourself? Any uh, any Halloween must watches for this year? or Anything? Uh, me? Um, well, yeah, I'm gonna. Like I said, this year, you know, usually with 31 Days Halloween, I watch movies that I've always watched. But this year, I'm trying to watch things that I either haven't seen since I was a kid, or stuff I've never seen. So I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Blackula, which I saw on Channel Five when I was like three years okay, old. Nice. Okay, nice. Uh, I'm gonna watch. Um, Have you watched uh, Mandy? Yes, that I watched two years ago. And I loved it. Did okay, you guys see nice. The Color of Space. Colorado Space is another great yeah, one, yeah. I didn't see it, yeah. No. That was really good. Really uh, good as well. Fucking much more tame than Mandy in some ways. Much more like traditional sci-fi, but real good. Really another good, HG, uh, HG Lovecraft story. Yeah, but he's kind of having like a uh, horror resurgence, Nicholas Cage, which I'm really enjoying. Um, but I'm also going to watch two movies came out, which I heard were fucking amazing. They came out and they, they killed the drive-ins. The Wretched was one of them. The Rent, actually three. The Rental is the other. And then there's a third movie. The Rental was directed by da- David Franco. Oh, okay. interesting. The Rental and yeah. the other one was called The Wretched? The Wretched. These movies were like number one. See, nobody looks at the box office this year, but I did. Wretched. I know that the, that the uh, IFC Films production studio put out a bunch of like horror movies that were the leading uh, uh, box office movies for the most part throughout the summer yeah. before they opened were a bunch of like obscure horror movies from the uh, IFC Films production company. Yeah, so The Rental was the number one movie for like three weeks. Um, okay, The Relic. The Relic is about um, is about a woman with Alzheimer's. But The Wretched, I heard, is like is like Fright Night but with witches. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like Hocus Pocus, our favorite. <laughs> Not like Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, new Age Hocus Pocus. I'm gonna watch all three of those because those cleaned up at the drive-in this summer. And um, awesome. You know, uh, it's so funny that like the Wretched was like the number one movie for like a two months, and nobody even knows what it is. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's a weird time for the movie world for sure. You know. I'll watch yeah. it tonight. I'll get the girl all drunk and tell her we're watching the uh, new Hocus Pocus. <laughs> yeah, yeah the Scare the socks off. <laughs> sequel. Did you guys ever watch? This was made by the same the same dudes. Uh, I'm gonna ask you guys a question. This was made by the same dudes who made Ruth Raid Nose Reindeer, the Mad Monster Party. No. no. That one's pretty good. It's it's like a horror version of Rudolph. And, okay, um, nice. Oh, that's awesome. How it's old are we talking style. for that one? Is that one fairly recent, or is that like a cult, it like a horror out, cult classic? It came out in '67. Okay, it's, nice. It's like it's 95 minutes long. <laughs> I had a monster party. All right, dude. I definitely got these written down. It has a dark twist ending. A unit I don't expect for a kids movie, but. <laughs> All right, I love it. I love it. Yeah. A good, uh, a good M Night Shyamalan uh, twist to end it off, but. Yeah. I guess with all that, though, man, definitely uh, thank you so much for coming on. Let's get one more time, like, a big plug for uh, everything you've got going on. Definitely Haunted House Comedy on Instagram for reservations, and you said that's going to be going on all the way through uh, December as well, so if you can't make it before Halloween. I think the Geeked Up Boys got to try to make a a pre-Halloween trip out there, though. But uh, uh, And then check out uh, how do we find all of your other, like, comedy and uh, podcast stuff. Oh. Ray Goots, uh, and then Goots is Disney Pod, which is my uh, every week. Uh, me and a me and a comedian review a Disney movie. We're just about finished with all their animated films. Now we're moving on to Pixar. So uh, I was gonna say okay. Halloween's up. You're not gonna even touch Hocus Pocus. Well, I'm doing I'm doing like this. I'm doing like this big in a row. So like I just I I I'm, at first I did all, the, going, an- all the animation, then all the Pixar, then all, all the, the live Pixar. action. 
Real, real quick, uh, all-time favorite so far that you've watched. Uh, One-word answer, or you know, two-word if it's Lion King. But what's your favorite title? Oh, uh, of I watched well for Disney movies. I'll give you one. I'll give you one that I didn't see until this uh, until I did this until I did this podcast. Zootopia. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. The newer one. That's really good. Uh, That's a newer one. Yeah, it came out in 16, 2016. Okay, interesting. All right, well, yeah. there you have it. So Zootopia and Ray Goots, and that's with uh, uh, G-O-O-T-Z for Ray Goots, yep. all right? Yep, so definitely check him out on social media and all of his uh, comedy and podcasts and all that stuff. And if you're in Astoria and you see the house that's fucking all decked out with a line outside waiting to go to a comedy show, that's Ray Goots. Give him a honk because that's <laughs> Ray Goots' house. That's me. Yep. That's awesome, man. Again, thank you so much for being on. Always good to have one of our experts. Halloween experts, definitely my favorite. And I guess the other real good thing, dude, everybody that out there that hasn't seen it, fucking check out Monster Squad, all right? Yeah, uh, check that shit out. Yeah. More so Wolfman, Wolfman's got nards, baby. <laughs> Geeked Up and Ray Goots are good, but Monster Squad is uh, really... Yeah. <laughs> there's one takeaway yep. from this. All right, brother. Thank you so much again, man. We'll definitely talk soon. Thank you, bro. Thanks for having me on. No doubt. Yeah, Later. So once again, big thanks to Ray Goots and everything he's got going on Halloween-wise. I told you, if that doesn't kick you off in the Halloween spirit, I don't know what will. <laughs> I but, know. Uh, I only have 50 Halloween shirts. I feel like a, uh, I feel like a fraud <laughs> over here, you know? Yeah, yeah. I thought uh, 31 was all right, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, literally, he's got more Halloween shirts than I've got Mets jerseys, and that's an impressive, that's an impressive feat for any man. I can, t- I can tell you that much. What about if you put all of your New York sports teams stuff together? Then do you think you can pull up 61? I don't know if I've got 61. If I put fucking all articles of clothing together, I don't think I fucking have 61. (laughs) I'll let you throw in that uh, Red Bulls jersey. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's uh, 61. That's a lot of shirts. It's a lot of shirts. A lot of shirts. I don't even know if I have 61 shirts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like plain tees, graphic tees. But good on him, man. Good on him. Uh, definitely uh, got me in the Halloween spirit. And I guess that'll get us into this uh, episode's two's movie, The Vampires vs. the Bronx. I'm, I'm feeling all Halloween jazz now. But You're I officially claim- in geeked up Halloween mode. It's officially geeked Halloween season after that one. <laughs> yeah, cue the monsters. And, uh... <laughs> but I would say uh, before we give our breakdown, let's go ahead and give... Uh, the IMDb breakdown of this movie. So like we're saying, the movie's called Vampires vs. the Bronx. It just came out on October 2nd. So right in time for Halloween. They're doing it right. Uh, rating. Do you know what this movie's rated? I mean, I'm going PG-13 because... Okay, it is. Yep. It is PG-13. It's uh, Yeah, because, I mean, there's throughout the, throughout the movie, nothing happened. It, it, it stayed pretty true to being, like, a fun kids kind of thing and never going R-rated on you. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was trying to think, watching it, I was like, is this going to be a TVMA? But it doesn't seem, like, violent enough for an MA or an R. And, you know, with Netflix, you never know if it's going to get a real rating or not. But, uh, yeah, PG-13 is uh, where this movie should be. Uh, I don't even know if anyone cursed in it or not. But... Other than that, its runtime was uh, right in our wheelhouse. Perfect amount of time for a movie like this. One hour, 25 minutes. Perfect. With five minutes of credits, that's an hour, 20-minute movie. They couldn't even make the hour and a half. But uh, It's genre, which is interesting, too, because even watching it, I was like, is this supposed to be? It's genre is a comedy horror. So Okay. 
that. I mean, definitely um, what you thought that you were going to get. Here's a crazy one. Guess Sorry. what that uh, Rotten Tomatoes score is. How do the peeps feel about the Vams versus uh, the Bronx? I would give it a hearty uh, 70. Go okay. 70% right in the meaty part of America there. You and I were speaking right in the middle because this is one of those times where, like, the critics and the audience couldn't be any different. The audience <laughs> gave it the audience gave it a 48%, so it would be rotten audience-wise. The Did critics the... gave it a the critics gave it a ninety five percent. What? <laughs> yeah. Did the critics love Bronx vs. Vampires? I mean, yeah, the critics. I think it's too. It's one of those things. It's the same critics that like hate on Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr for what he says. I don't think there's a critic out there who's like, ooh, a movie about the Bronx and gentrification. A hundred percent. I'm yeah, not going to be yeah. the one. It's a great call, actually. Zero for the <laughs> yeah, for sure. Spanish and black kids. And in the like, current state, in the current, uh, 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 in the current state of America, you can't be caught dead bashing uh, Bronx versus vampires with it. But uh, the critics, and I didn't think audience, this Gloria was a good actress at all. In my opinion, she was lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the audience, you know, true to form, were just like, "Man, that shit was whack." <laughs> <laughs> that surprises me, though. Honestly, forty forty eight percent from the public okay, is low from what I would have thought from the public in, for this movie. Honestly, I would have thought that just like your average Jamoke would have uh, enjoyed it. It's you know, not trying for too much, so it's just you know. For sure, for sure, for sure. I get you. Yeah, I think 48% is a little low, but, um, you know, spoiler alert, I'm not going too much higher. <laughs> but um, the IMDb synopsis of this film is a group of young friends from the Bronx fight to save their neighborhood from gentrification and vampires. <laughs> the uh, vampires are white people. Uh, spoiler <laughs> alert, but Bradley Cooper uh, announcement. But the It's uh, directed by Oz Rodriguez, who... Uh, Really, up to this point, has only directed, like, certain episodes of, like, comedy shows. He's done, directed a couple of uh, SNL episodes, a couple of episodes of New Girl. He directed, I think, the Michael Shea stand-up. So he's, I think this is, like, his first big movie uh, directorial debut. And, you know, it's uh, what it is. Um, give you a quick rundown of the cast. Of course, the three main players. We got Jaden and Michael playing Michael Miguel Rodriguez. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Jordan Michael is playing uh, Miguel Martinez, a.k.a. Little Mayor. Then we got um, Gerald James III playing Bobby Carter. And then uh, the Bring It Home for the trio of the kids, Gregory Diaz is playing Luis Acosta, the kid from Tampa. And this does have uh, a very, like, uh, a New York version of the Stranger Things kids vibe, we'll just say. For, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um also, I'm going to give special mention to three other actors in this movie. One is uh, Shea Wiggum. One's because his last name is Wiggum in real life. <laughs> and he plays Frank Polidari, who's basically okay. like the vampire's familiars. But this guy I just want to mention is because he's kind of in that Steven Root kind of vibe where uh, this guy's in everything. Does like, Frank Polidari show up in a lot of things? He really does. He was like uh, Buscemi's brother in Boardwalk Empire. And then since then, he just always kind of just shows up and, like, rolls like this. Either as a cop. He was one of the cops in The Joker. He's okay, just always that kind of role. And, like, but he's he in a, everything. He did so a good job as the super uh, yeah, evil yeah, yeah. real estate agent familiar. Yeah, except when he has total character break where he has the kids by a shotgun. And they're like, man, you're a bitch. And he's like, all right, get out of here, crazy kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Two other uh, honorable mentions for this movie. Obviously, uh, Father Jackson, played by Method Man. <laughs> of course. And are we to the point in the world where, like, Method Man is now, like, a fucking old, like, a straight-edge priest character? He's no longer, yeah. like, the young hip-hop weed-smoking... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> no, is Method Man really yelling not... at kids on TV? What the fuck's going on right now? What's... Yeah, no, no, no. It's a very strange... What else? I saw, I saw him in something recently, too, where he was playing, like... Oh, um, never mind. He was playing like a Jamaican nurse. And it was just like, what's Method Man doing? Like, he's just taking <laughs> roles now? But uh, other honorable mention is the opening person, the lady that runs Becky's Nails. Yeah. by Zoe Saldana. Zoe man. Saldana, like, right? When it, when it started off with Zoe Saldana, I was just like, oh, wow. Is this movie going to have, like, a star-studded cast somehow? Yeah. And uh, I know Zoe Saldana is – maybe she's Spanish. I don't know. But she was playing a Spanish. Becky was Spanish. But it was almost just like, I'd say cringy. She was just like, okay, like, I'm going to be super rich now. I know. They really did ham up the uh, uh, New York uh, Spanish angle in that scene especially, but the movie in general. That scene was wild. And I guess I'll give one more special shout-out kind of in that vein, especially to Mm -hmm. the New York angle. But how about big shout-out for Mero the Kid? Although, can we get Desus in this fucking movie? I mean, uh... Great fucking (laughs) Literally before he came on, I was literally... I think first they showed the, uh, like, two stoner kids, like that character that ended up, like, rapping at the end. And I literally thought to myself, I was like, is fucking Daystus and Mero going to be in this movie already or what? And then fucking Mero is the bodega guy. I was like, oh, what? When does fucking Daystus show up and do something hilarious? But nothing, like... Are they no no longer a team? I mean... I think they are. I think they are. You know, he's the, they only needed one bodega worker. <laughs> <laughs> they needed one bodega boy. But, but uh, you yeah, know, it's crazy. You're right, because even in like, the first season of Fargo, Kay and Peele are both the FBI agents. You know what I mean? They couldn't have two guys running the bodega. <laughs> yeah, for real, like, but, but they couldn't just come in and hang out at the store one time or like do something, do something funny <laughs> yeah, just as a customer, you know? Exactly. But uh, I guess that's their kind of breakdown, and I guess this will get us into our official rundown of uh, – I guess this will get us to do our official rundown of Vampires versus the Bronx. And uh, so, like we're saying, the movie opens with this. Uh, and I guess just real quick, uh, uh, just uh, uh, announcement as we do, but we're going to be giving it our horror com- our comedy horror breakdown of a very quick rundown, followed by our uh, most hilarious favorite scenes. And on, correct, but. correct, correct. Uh, so we'll say that. Uh, the white lady, because I think that's her name in the movie, is just white lady. Uh, shows just has just moved to the Bronx, so gentrification is already a problem here in the Bronx. Uh, she the goes to the has salon. to start serving kale. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She goes to the nail salon. It's the only place you get her nails done. And uh, Becky, played by Zoe Saldana, tells her like, "Look, I'm selling, man. Like this place has been buying us out. I'm moving to the suburbs. I'm moving to the suburbs." Uh, white lady says, "Too bad." She leaves. Uh, uh, um, you know, our boy Shea Wiggum has her sign the papers and then immediately kills her. You know, a vampire gets her. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Which again, it seems like pretty unnecessary. If the vampires are buying all the property, why not just like let her leave? Get the nest <laughs> set up first. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. then uh, start offing off the people because they're fucking hungry, uh, dude. They uh, also they yeah, need to establish yeah. in the opening scene that it's a fucking horror movie. So sure, yeah, that's a good point too. <laughs> but I mean, but it set the ter- it honestly though did do a great way. job setting the tone. It was one of those within five minutes. It was like you know by the time they did the actual credit scene of the intro 
intro to the movie, you knew mm. exactly what you were getting. Over-the-top well, New York Spanish gets eaten by a vampire. Okay, this I is... I knew I was getting from the title of the <laughs> yeah, movie. That's true. I mean, <laughs> it lived up to the title. Of, uh, and, uh, the first the five minutes could not have been playing. more symbolic of the title. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, literally, I think her first line is like, yo, the Bronx is changing. <laughs> oh, no, vampires. But uh, I was like, cut to uh, Little Mayor is uh, riding his bike around, saying what's up to all the uh, colorful characters of the Bronx and the neighborhood he lives in. Uh, uh, hand out flyers for Save the Bodega. You know, the bodega's going out of business, and they, we're going to have a Great block party. Great 80s movie uh, plot line mm-hmm. fundraiser. Mm-hmm. A block party for the bodega. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Save the bodega. Save the max. Um <laughs> And the whole thing is just like everywhere he's going, he's like, oh, look, Becky's nails is gone. This whole neighborhood's turning to gentrification, okay? Um, and it's all getting bought by the same real estate. That this one 12 year old realizes more no real estate is buying up all of these properties. Correct. He then uh, goes to uh, Tony's bodega, says what's up. He meets up with his boy, uh, Bobby Carter. And then they're going to meet up with their friend who's back in the neighborhood, Luis. He's been in Tampa. Uh, when you meet Luis, you also see uh, Henny's gang rolling by, telling, uh, trying to, uh, for whatever reason, reason, like aggressively recruit Bobby. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, they so, did allude to uh, the fact that Bobby's dad was maybe in the same gang or something like he that. He was gunned down in the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah he I was think, yeah. in the same. But, uh, yeah, definitely like a wire situation where the older kids were all after. Uh, Bobby was the hot prospect in the. He was the Michael in the neighborhood. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So then um, they all kind of are going to go hand out flyers. Bobby has the great idea. He's like, dude, let's just go back to Tony's bodega and play some fucking Xbox. Instead of trying to help the bodega, let's go uh, just hang out there. <laughs> they go back to the bodega and. Uh, a uh, little mayor goes, he puts a uh, poster on the um, wall of the courthouse, which is now being gentrified. He then uh, sees a vampire or a creepy guy looking at him from the window. He runs away real fast. In the meantime, he runs his bike into one of Henny's gang members, who then goes chasing after uh, little mayor to what? Kill him? I don't know. But um, little mayor loses him and then circles back and watches uh, the gang member get killed by a vampire. Okay. Yes. And, uh, some hilarious dialogue. This is a <laughs> vampire jacket. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the vampires uh, are dressed up, like we said earlier, and like fucking, not, you know, like vampires, I guess. Like vampires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Long fucking, like, floor length leather coats and standing out from the Bronx, even by white people's standards. You know, it's like. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Little Mayor runs back to the bodega to, uh,. Kind of warn everybody what's going on. Uh, the vampire comes to Tony's bodega and just kind of looks around, you know, ends up buying hand sanitizer. And uh, <laughs> very white person you know, move. Uh... It's <laughs> out there, baby. You gotta be safe. He's right next. Um, but also, he does this thing where the uh, hand sanitizer was four fifty, and the guy puts what to me looks like four dollars and fifty cents because he drops change on the counter. And he's like, keep the change. And it was like, dude, it looks like you just paid exact change. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, I was going to go, it's like, yeah, there's no way that was 450 I was going to go, like, dude, this is 275 Like, And you don't yeah, tip you at a bodega. What the fuck you say? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so he goes away. Um, so the kids are then like, oh, I think Luis sees the vampire not go in the mirror. So he's kind of on the thing. Um, he then 
They then decide they need some vampire training if they're going to take care of their neighborhood. So what do they do? Of course, watch Blade. <laughs> well, um, Luis is kind of like the Justin of the group because he seems to like already have like he watches Walking Dead or fucking whatever. Like he uh, yeah, sorry, he was like, Salem's a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like he knows all, all this stuff a lot about, about vampires already. But they do watch Blade to get fucking all the uh, the expert vampire hunting techniques yeah, down. Which is uh, I actually thought it was fucking hilarious. And I was like, dude, great call. It's Bronx versus vampires. Of course they would refer to Blade <laughs> as like their go-to uh, vampire hunter. Yeah. So uh, they watch Blade. They, uh, they go to uh, Frank's business during the daytime because they're going to try and trick him into uh, – they're trying to steal some information from the uh, guy who's uh, taking over all these businesses. He then shuts all the shutters and calls the kid into the office, which is uh, pretty freaky – uh, the kids get out of there in time because the white lady comes in and is like, hey, these are good kids, leave them alone. Uh, and they end up stealing a key and other like, digital information about what they're going to do in the uh, courthouse and turn it into a giant vampire's nest. They, uh, they go to uh, the courthouse to take pictures of the vampires in their coffins. Uh, they do, they run out in time, they get away from the vampires. When they show the video to people, of course, the vampires have no souls. So much like a mirror, they don't show up in the uh, uh, in the video. Um, then cuts to Frank hiring. Uh, the kids get in trouble too for like stealing one out. Uh, they get like yeah. trespassing on the on Frank's property, and then kind of double Correct. down with getting busted for stealing the uh, you know Correct. the envelope Frank's that been... had the key and yeah. the you know plans for the. Big mess Frank's, a, Frank's a good guy. He doesn't press charges. But also everybody should be questioning the situation here because, let's face it, one, there's no way little Mayor's mom would let him be hanging around Bobby Carter, okay? Because, like, little Mayor's a good kid. Bobby Carter's, like, a prospective gang member. <laughs> and the mom seems pretty overprotective. So even when like, they're on the police car, they should have been like, all right, well, little Mayor obviously had nothing to do with this. Yeah, this is all I mean. Let's be honest. I was going to say that, first of all, none of, like, uh, none of these kids' parents should be letting him hang around the bodega this much. Is this not a creepy relationship that they have with Tony? Like, this, like yeah. watching movies with this grown man and his bodega all the time? Like, he says their parents worked a lot, so they come to my <laughs> place and I play Xbox with them. But yeah, as like, well during that, that scene, they did uh, 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 have Frank walk out in the daylight to confront the kids. Correct. Like, blowing Correct. up the whole theory that he was a vampire because they didn't Correct. put together that he was their familiar. So there was the classic, like, him getting laughed at by the entire community. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. just like, you know, no, they're vampires, I swear. That's why he's not coming out here. Then he walks out The only out person there. that kind of believes him is the 16-year-old Haitian girl that he kind of has a crush on. Okay, right? yes, All exactly. Right? Uh, but again, like... so The red-haired chick from Dude, Stranger Things. Is this why we're not allowed to uh, use the bathroom at bodegas? Is because there's just a whole, like, Xbox blade-watching party going on in the <laughs> yeah, back? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, yeah. What do I got to do to get back to the uh, uh, Xbox room back there? Fuck, how, many, how many chopped cheese I do I got to buy before I can play Xbox? What the fuck? <laughs> so, uh, I guess in this meanwhile, too, the vampires, or Frank himself, hires Henny's gang to... Uh, you know, just move people along to moving out to, uh, yeah, the people know, that are refusing to sell, to... like, like Which, Tony's bodega. This plan blows up immediately because then Bobby decides that he might join Henny's gang, so he's with him. The other two, then, uh, Luis and Little Mayor end up going to Thursday Night Mass and stealing holy water from Method Man. 
because I guess I am the only person that never closed their eyes during prayer at church. <laughs> yeah. Because the reason they were able to move like ninjas is because everyone's eyes were closed during church, except uh, uh, Father Jackson, who I was already said he's going to have his eyes on them. Who, and as uh, well, prayer great... services at church don't usually last like fucking 15 minutes for minutes. them to do. Yeah. <laughs> that was oh, a little yeah, bit of a hole. That was probably like the weakest point of the movie, that whole scene. But, but that was the one go... that was like at the time where it really felt like, okay, this is like a movie for 13 year olds. This is like, I'm not going to judge the fucking logistics of this movie. You know what I mean? They did have one of the funnier lines. It did have the line where I was like, hey. Uh, is when Method Man goes in there and the kid's already gone. He's like, little bastard stole my Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so dumb. But they, they steal the uh, stuff from the church. They're then going to go meet up to Tony for the bodega. But in the meanwhile, you know, it seems like these vampires have gotten their plans more in order because Frank already hired Henny's gang to, like, start pushing people out. But in the meantime, White Lady, yeah. who then turns out to be a vampire, just goes and kills Tony for no reason. <laughs> Which to me, dude, the entire I mean, gang just gets wiped out. But there's like fucking three vampires and fucking three gang too, members. The first, the White Lady goes to Tony's bodega, who the whole movie is centered around like Little Mayor trying to have a block party to save the bodega, and they just kill Tony. And I was like, all right, I guess uh, black parties, block parties over because <laughs> fucking Tony just got murdered. That's a good point. Yeah, um, and, yeah. Then Henny's gang goes there to like push Tony out, but Tony's already dead. They see the kids and then chase after him, run into vampires then who are going to go kill the kids. And instead, the vampires that hired the gang then kill the gang yeah, yeah. for no reason. Now, and this is the one question that I have. Am I, do I have my, like, sci-fi fucking characters confused? If you uh, 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 get bit by a vampire, do you not in turn become a vampire? Am I crazy? No. In recent vampire lore, there's, like, vampires can just kill you by drinking your blood. There's also, like, a whole process of, like, how you would turn in. So, okay, for instance, I would give you, like, the way True Blood would do it. If they were going to actually turn you into a vampire... What they would actually do is they would drain you and then lay in a grave with you overnight, and that's how you become a vampire. I see. If they just bite you, they're just like biting you to drink your blood. Okay. And what about just like traditional? Isn't that like traditional vampire folklore, though? Am I crazy? Or? Yeah, I mean, when we were kids, yeah, you'd be by a vampire, you're becoming a vampire. Okay, see. Yeah. And that's why, like, Frank, the familiar, would, you know what I mean? Or even like, mm-hmm. uh,. Fucking in the shadows or whatnot. Like when those guys bite a vampire, like that one chick, they become a vampire. No, it's like no, they feed on people and kill them. She just ended up turning the girl into a vampire because she felt bad for. Okay, like if they want to, they can. If they want to turn you into one, they can. I see. And I think that was also. Oh, that's true because the familiar is always just disposing the bodies mm -hmm. in that one too. Okay, it's interesting. Okay, so that's what Frank was doing in this one too. He was like the familiar, and then uh, so. The vampires kill the Henny crew. The white lady then shows up and, like, saves the kids, brings them to the house, and then is, like, the kids figure out she's a vampire then because the sprite's boiling. And then... And the she doesn't come in the house because she doesn't get she invited doesn't come in. She in the house and then, like, is trying to get invited in. She's like, beautiful home, love the colors. And then she even comes out to say it. She's like, dude, it's awkward out here. Can you invite me in? And then the two kids are, like, in Spanish, like, telling the mom, like, no, she's a vampire. Don't let her in here. And if the white lady just would have played her cool... I'm sure she could have convinced the mom, been like, wow, your kid's got a crazy imagination. Can I just come in and we'll talk about it? Instead, she just, like, loses her cool. She's like, I'm going to drink your blood. I'm a vampire. And I was just like, what the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> um, 
So then they, uh, the white lady leaves because a uh, little mayor throws Sprite on her. And she, like, runs out. Um, I mean, holy water from the... Uh... Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I know. The gang, uh, then the trio, then goes to the mansion with the... Uh, I forget the Haitian girl's name, but she teams up with them, too. They go to, like, the vampire lair. Uh, vampires aren't there. Then they're all hiding upstairs for some reason. It wasn't, like, that big of a mislead. The girl goes to tell the Bronx about like what's going on the kids then easily dispose of all of the vampires except yeah. like one yeah because there's literally is. only since they're not turning people into vampires there's like four of them and yeah. they've killed three of them fucking right now yeah they literally like just off every one of them except the girl and yeah then, it turns out again, that the white lady from the beginning is like the main vampire mm-hmm. she's the uh, like the lord vampire of them all Oh yeah, so they kill them all, and then, like I said, they run out of they run out of there. Uh, there's only the girl left, I think. And uh, Frank is like, "Hey guys, has a sawed-off shotgun. He's about to kill these kids." And the kids are just like, "You're a bitch," and he was just like. Well, no, the kids kind of saw more, it seemed like. Somehow, he Bobby was wise enough to be like, you know, they're just using you for your work, and they're never going to turn you into a vampire because they don't really respect you. It's like, how do you know all that? Fucking, like, you don't even know what yeah. fucking uh, Familia was two minutes ago. How did you pick up on all this shit? Like, yeah. But it was, they, they used, like, such a good level of, like, rationale and, like, hardline truth on the guy. It's like, dude, you need to confront, you need to confront your dreams of becoming a vampire. It's not going to happen. Now's the time to... Uh, Abort your, abort <laughs> yeah, your life true. dream. All right. Um, they're from the Bronx, though. They know what an errand boy is. Like, you <laughs> bitch-ass errand boy. <laughs> so Frank lets him go. He gets killed. Uh, then the white lady shows up and literally, like, you know, again, I say the quote, the Bronx, like, the 20 characters are all there in a row. Uh, uh, and the white lady decides to fight them all. <laughs> you know, Method Man <laughs> gets her with the cross. And then the kid just straights up, I mean, to cut the fight short, because, you know, the two bitchy girls show up, which is funny. Who's this bitch? And then uh, my favorite all-star character, who we haven't really talked about Gloria enough, and we'll get into it in my favorite scenes, but Gloria, of course, throws a boot at the lady's head, which is a yeah. fucking ultimate move. And then Little Mayor just uh, straight up jousts her with the Sammy Sosa bat. Um, yes, that was one of Tony's prized possessions at his bodega, the, of course, very famously Dominican Sosa. Now, my one big problem here was that Sosa had a very famous bat that got uh, broken in half, and then they found cork in it. Cork. Like, yeah, it should have been the corked bat, because then it's already, like, a fucking broken, steak. Dude. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, like, I randomly got the source of, cor- like, broken corked bat. Then it would have been like, oh, this is going to be in the sweet, like, he's obviously going to kill. But they just killed him with like the regular that. Sosa bat. Yeah. It's just like, what, did this fucking idiot not know that he had, like, a, a, bro- a famous broken shard of a bat that we could use? <laughs> like, but so, I'm, I'm nitpicking right. here. On my baseball trivia. You're right. Uh, but yeah, so he kills her with the bat, and then like two weeks later, they're having a no longer a block party to stay at the bodega, but I think it's just time to block party to like remember. Tony. Because it's the Bronx, and it's what they do yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're having a yeah, weekly yeah. Friday block party. Correct, correct. So I guess that'd be officially like the, the rundown of it, dude, but there are some great scenes, and kind of like I mentioned, because she doesn't really fit the plot points, but uh, Gloria, the Facebook Live girl, 
all-time favorite character for me. Dude. Yeah, just she was. I guess supposed to kind of be like the Shakespearean chorus, so to speak. Correct. 100%. Like you know what I mean, to, uh, uh, narrating that way. But it was a very 100%. good, like, urban way to do it. She was super Bronx and the fucking like. Yeah, no, she made me laugh, and just like some of the things she would say. Uh, yeah. Her throwing the boot, big fan. There was other lines in the movie. Like I said, I guess it's supposed to be comedy, but there's only a few lines that made me laugh. Speaking of the Sammy Sosa bat, the uh, uh, Tony from the bodega, when he's talking about the bat, has the greatest line. He's like, Sammy Sosa was the greatest. Only five people have done these in home runs, and baseball's that old. That was before he turned all white and started looking like these vampires that are <laughs> now. So, again, yeah. Fantastic line, dude. And then the other one was... Uh, Again, the Haitian girl was just like, dude, I'm Haitian. My grandparents have been literally training me to yeah. fight monsters my whole <laughs> life. I was like, dude. Fantastic. Yeah, you're right. There were uh, not that many great lines, though. You know what I mean? Like, you know, those mm-hmm. were a couple of the good ones. And there were some other, like, hearty laughs. But there was more just like a fun movie and like a fun tone as opposed to like super funny scenes. I guess when he la- when he nailed the uh, Luis, the one nerdy kid, landed the body of Christ when he like put the yeah. Eucharist in the guy's yeah, yeah, mouth yeah. into the dramatic like body of Christ, bitch. Yes. Like that yes, was yes, funny. Yes. A lot of just the uh, New Yorky hood kind of stuff, like the chopped cheese on a croissant and like the fucking, you know, almond Correct. milk and all that kind of shit at the bodega. Like there was just yeah. Funny stuff like that, like the gentrification stuff, yeah. yeah. And uh, it had just a fun tone to it, like we said, for the hour and 25, but not many, like, hard belly laughs by any stretch, you know what I mean? Correct, correct, for sure. And again, did uh, not really love Method Man's character. Can we get, uh, and we couldn't get a Desus. Can we get a, can we get the, can we get the RZA somewhere? Does Method Man always have to be traveling so? But... Yeah, plus, yeah, yeah, like, Father Method Man, it was just so, like, what, is he trying to turn over a new, I don't understand, but, like, even then, like, not even trying to turn over a new leaf, because, like, it's not like I look back at, like, the hip-hop game, or even, like, sound cheesy, but, like, gangster rap, you never think of Method Man as, like, oh, he's a hardcore, like, gangster rap. He was always super fun and and campy, that was, like, his whole gimmick. (laughs) Right, dude, yeah, for sure. So it's like, he doesn't need to turn over a new leaf, just keep being Method Man. Well, I know his new leaf... Not to get into Method Man, but the only thing I know of recently about yeah, Method Man, but he's gotten like super into like weightlifting and he's put on like fucking 80 pounds of muscle apparently. Like, if you see him now, because he used to be like a fucking really skinny, wiry kind of guy. Like, yeah, yeah, but now he's like jacked, where it's like he so was he probably doing it for up. a movie role, but it looks like he just got fucking yoked and it's like, you know. Uh, so he has turned over a new leaf in some regards, I guess. Okay, but. okay sure. He went the Chappelle route. Exactly. Uh, but, Just uh, go from skinny. But other like, than that, though, insanely... like we said, you know, not a fun movie, not really great scenes, not great characters. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. all in all, I guess we'll get into our official review uh, uh, in a couple minutes. But all in all, though, I thought it was a fun enough movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah well, like I said, we'll get into the reviews in a little bit. But of course, before we do that. We have to uh, watch the movie. We've had some thoughts about it. I want to know what Liam's thoughts are on it. Let's ask each other some uh, kitschy questions. Yo. Let me ask you. Kitschy questions. Kitschy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. Kitschy questions. 
Of course, with our uh, spooky kitschy questions, or I mean, I I got the uh, remix and added it spooky, but the uh, (laughs) with my beat with my Munsters beatbox. (laughs) 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 But uh, big shout out to Andre Davi, of course, and uh, this one. We're uh, kind of going to go back to normal for this one. Uh, our traditional kitschy questions one, because I'd said this was rated PG-13, so it kind of would fit in the uh, theatrical uh, uh, realm of things. It could have been a theatrical release maybe before uh, you yeah. know Netflix got their dirty mitts on it, because it does have a true rating. But it is still Coronaville time, but it is Halloween time, so it is a good spooky daytime. I'm going to ask you, Liam. Would you have gone rented that zip car and maybe taken a date to the drive-thru and watch uh, Vampires vs. the Bronx? Is uh, Vampire vs. Bronx worthy of seeing on the big screen, basically? And I guess as we sit in Coronaville still, uh, yeah, we, we, we have to go, like I said, I have to rent a zip car for this fucking experience. <laughs> but uh, I guess all in all, though, it would definitely be a worthy you know, a, a worthy movie, night movie, big screen, drive-in, at the theaters, on the big screen, though. Uh, again, not that it's got, like, you know, a lot of visual effects or anything like that, but it's just a big, fun, you know, uh, 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 vampire takeover kind of movie and would uh, just, like, have the capture the fun energy of the crowd and all that kind of stuff, especially if you're watching this in New York and you get, like, the New York, the local New Yorkers feel on the take but it does uh, kind of for a movie especially that we watched recently compared to cuties or the hater or even like project power this is one that i could actually see sitting there with your popcorn having fun enjoying yourself out at the theaters for bronx first the, vampires uh, the only way reason i would say no is just because and i get it, it's like comedy and there's only pg thing, but there was not one jump scare you know what i mean like not one which is uh you kind of like the 101 of a uh, horror movie in the theater. Of a theater movie. Thing. But like just one jump. Like no part of the movie was ever like. Yeah. But like I said, it, yeah, yeah. Horror. I mean, it's definitely more comedy than horror, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But. Sure. But even then, I'd say I'm even, desperate. Yeah. It's fucking. I haven't been. I haven't been out of my house in seven <laughs> okay. months. There's nothing going on. If I can fucking go to a, to a theater to fucking watch Rocks Man, I'll, I'll do it. All right. I have to go to Van Cortland Park or whatever. I'm fucking. I'm down. I'm get me out of my goddamn sure. house, please. <laughs> but uh, all right, all right. So then. Uh... So I guess then uh, would be my turn to uh, the uh, what I normally ask you, and I feel like we you could definitely have some fun with this one. But getting back into the franchise sequel uh, 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 world, but is this? Are we going to see the Bronx vs. Vampires epic horror movie style 15, 15 of these fucking yeah. things? I thought when they were coming back at the end with that little like post credit scene or whatever that last scene, I thought for sure they were setting up like a hilarious. Me too. Like I don't know something that they were going to see a powder. werewolf or some shit. Because we were talking about the stupid fucking thing in the box was just red powder, and like now we can make vampires again. And I was like, what? Yeah, what do yeah. You mean? But. uh... <laughs> So, but yeah, you're right. I have two theories on this one, okay? One is just uh, a strip sequel to this movie. Well, of course you could do it. Like, more vampires are going to see, like, what happened to, like, their kind, like, what what went wrong in the Bronx. And, yeah. you know, kind of do the whole thing again. Maybe more than five vampires 
And they Maybe it turns out they did uh, convert Tony into a vampire or something like Correct, that. Correct, dude. Even like Becky or something like that. I just like a little more expect, but you could do this with I me. Mean, little Mayor and the trio, the, the kids are like, you know, you make a whole friends out of it. But the other way I would do it is uh, let's get the other boroughs involved here. I want the next <laughs> one to be like zombies versus queens and uh, yeah. creature from the Black Lagoon versus uh, Brooklyn. And uh, I guess it would be a Staten Island. Creature yeah, I feel Lagoon. like wasn't there a Staten, Staten Island, Island horror movie already? I think there yeah, was like a. Staten Island. <laughs> It was called The King of Staten Island with uh, Bill Burr and <laughs> Pete Davidson. Yeah, that creepy-looking Pete Davidson, whatever kind of sci-fi <laughs> character that fucking freak was. You know, uh, Wolfman versus Manhattan. and uh, you know, But you're right, yeah, like we that. could definitely take vampires to other boroughs or we can take other monsters to other boroughs. But yeah, I, I definitely love to see Brooklyn get some the, love, uh, you know. That is one of the Friday the 13th movies, really is, is Jason versus Manhattan. That's right, yeah. yes. So, Manhattan's already got Jason. The Bronx already has vampires. <laughs> Staten Island's definitely getting the creatures of the Black Lagoon. Uh, zombie Bronx, I say Werewolf Queens. Zombie Brooklyn? Kind of zombie Brooklyn, yeah, sorry. Zombie Brooklyn and Werewolf uh, Queens. Yeah, I mean, this Queens is the suburban county. You can get some werewolves mm-hmm. living in a, the woods in Long Island making it over. But... Yeah, see, see, see. We can get yeah, our like our New be... York uh, uh, monster squad, our five borough. Correct, and then if there's any shitty leftover, we'd be like, I don't know, the Mummy versus New Jersey. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but those would be my uh, my sequel ideas for the the Bronx. I'd see that. I'd see that. Yeah, I'd watch all of them. <laughs> and I guess with that, then with no further ado, the questions have been answered. The uh, movie has been broken down and leaves us with one thing. That is our official review of this movie. And uh, for this one, I've been doing the Arnold's. Liam's got his four points. For this one, we're combining sound bites for a very Halloween-themed. Liam, I'll let you give the breakdown of uh, how we're rating. A spooky rating system. Okay, so we're sticking, of course, with the four-point audio scale, as we always like to do. However, we're changing it up. A little bit here, of course, all right? If, uh, if, if we didn't like it, all right, we're going to be giving it a, a, a kind of like a, an Arnold, uh, it's not a tumor style, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> Which means it's, you know, uh, 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 not scary, not, uh, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. It's not, yeah, I'm afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, if I liked it, however, I guess kind of akin to the Stone Cold Hell Yeah, and I guess in, 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 in honor of the Goots and uh, Monster Squad, but Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfman's got nards? Wolfman's got nards! Um, all right, yeah, so a Wolfman's <laughs> Got Nards uh, uh, for if we liked it. All right, if we absolutely loved it, the epic Rudy's Dad, we're going to go the Vincent Price uh, a laugh from Thriller. It's because it had us in stitches, dude. We loved it so much that we're deliriously just laughing. <laughs> we're looking back at the camera like Michael Jackson with our cat eyes, and uh, Vincent Price is just laughing his head off, dude. We loved it. Got it, got it. All right. 
Uh, and then if I absolutely, uh, and then if we absolutely hated it, uh, 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 much like the Nick Cage horror scream or the Arnold horror scream, we're going to give you a montage of horror screams, horror screams. Jesus Christ! Thank you, white women. Holy shit! <laughs> exactly. Thank you, uh, Jamie, thank you, Lee, Jamie Curtis. Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, so there we go. Those are our four-point audio scale from uh, 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 screams to uh, Vincent Price to maniacally laughing. <laughs> I got goosebumps over here. I'm uh, very scary. So I guess then, do you want to kick it off with your Bronx vs. Vampires yeah, uh, rating? I'll give it my kickoff too because. Uh, the way I feel about this movie is, I don't know, man. It was, a, it's a comedy, but it was never to me like funny enough. Like I said, like those three lines were the only like chuckles for me, and it wasn't scary enough to be a horror movie for me. I've, uh, we've definitely have watched worse, and we've definitely watched better. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't get that same kind of feel that you did, like you were kind of saying, whereas like that true like New York feel. I kind of got more of the cheesy like. There's the 20 people living in this little neighborhood. And I feel like this movie, okay, like how we were talking about too, like the bruh was like their, uh, like, I feel like this movie was the gentrification of the Bronx, like movie wise. Like, I feel like I was very watching the movie a version white, of gentrification. It was like yeah, white was people watching, making like, a movie white about the Bronx. People's adaptation of like the Bronx. <laughs> like, there's Bodega, there's uh, a colorful group of characters. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to. I'm giving it a. Uh, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Okay, I was going to say, I mean, it couldn't be. It couldn't be horror scream bad. No, so. no, no, no. Because again, I didn't. I didn't like despise it. I didn't leave it and being like, holy shit, what a pile of garbage. Yeah, for Plus sure. Especially for some of the movies that we've watched on uh, Netflix and chat. I mean, I'll give you somewhat. Exactly. I think that and we've kind of teased it a little really bit. really worked in its favor. Yep. Uh, I agree with you on some things. Definitely not a smash. I don't, I don't think I could, in good faith, give it, of course, a, uh, a Vincent Price maniacal scream, a maniacal <laughs> laugh or anything, you know? Uh-huh. So for me, it would probably be uh, pretty much between a Wolfman's Got Nards or an Iron Afraid of No Ghost like you. But I think as we've kind of heard, I'm a little bit more positive on about it. So I'm going Wolfman's Got Nards. Wolfman's Got Nards. Wolfman's got none. I just feel like I I, it kept me entertained going. for the hour and twenty five. Like like I said earlier, it wasn't uh, definitely not scary, not really funny, but it was fun. You know what I mean? It's a fucking vampire movie. It's a movie about vampires taking over the Bronx. There was you're right, a pretty mm-hmm. small you know for a New York City movie, a small uh, cast of characters living in the Bronx, fucking fifteen Correct. people in the entire neighborhood. But they represented well. A couple of 
of cornerstoners, the bodega guy, a couple of, you know, local uh, jokes about white people moving in the neighborhood and stuff. So it was just kind of, you know, enough to keep you going from that kind of stuff, enough to keep you going from just a fun adventure tale, not really scary, of course, but it was like neither is Stranger Things, never had me scared, you know, but it was just uh, it's just fun. So I kind of just looked at it as like an hour and 25 minute episode of the Stranger Things, that kind of vibe. And it it worked for me. You know what I mean? Um, Where I couldn't, you know, where I would even have to kind of negotiate a little bit and think about giving it a Iron Afraid of a Ghost, however, is just because the age old question, would I recommend this to somebody? Would I tell Uh, somebody you're in the Halloween spirit? You know, you could watch Beetlejuice or you should really go watch uh, Bronx vs. Vampire or Monster Squad, obviously. I'd say watch Monster Squad (laughs) before Bronx vs. Vampire. But I I don't know. I mean, off screen, I mean, off mic, you did recommend this movie to Goots. You did tell him, like, oh, you should watch this movie. (laughs) That's true. But I mean, Goots has 61 (laughs) Halloween shirts. I think that he could fucking, uh, he can watch, uh, he can squeeze another one in his fucking calendar, you know? But, um, but like, Goots is the kind of guy, if you're like a horror movie fan that fucking grew up in New York, I'd say, yeah, for sure, check it out. You know what I mean? However, like, your average person, I don't know if I could say it was good enough to, like, you gotta watch Bronx vs. Vampires. However, definitely I enjoyed my uh, hour and 25 minutes of it. And if there was a sequel, I'd watch, you know, Werewolves and Queens. I'm watching, so. Yes, so would I. <laughs> so would I. Lil Mayer's family moved to, uh, Lil, Lil Mayer's family moved to Forest Hills, and now he's... Well, it could be a whole different group of kids. Yeah, That's true. I mean, but, uh... They can fucking ride the 7 train out there. It's not too far. <laughs> they can catch the E. They can, uh... They can figure <laughs> it out. It's true, that's true, that's true. So I guess with that, it's our official reviews. I didn't love it. Liam liked it. It's about what I expected this movie. So with that, we would use Now, if I could give it It's Not a Tumor, that would probably be the perfect the perfect review, as it always <laughs> yeah. is, is the Arnold It's Not a Tumor, but probably be the most accurate. Because I would have had a real trouble with my, with my hell yeah or hated it, because I don't know I don't know where, how, I don't know how, how I could have played that one. But, but Wolfman's sure, got an art. Wolfman's got Nards. Wolfman's got Nards is good. Uh, but with that, then, I guess this would when we would usually stick our hand in our spooky box, which is filled of uh, grapes that feel like eyeballs right now. Goddamn <laughs> Liam. Uh, but uh, we'd always ask Brad from his spooky movie, Seven. What's in the box? But like we said at the top of the hour, it's... Uh, it's our Halloween festivities, so like we said, we will be watching, kind of like we already go-to-ticketed earlier, The Devil All the Time with uh, MCU stars and the new Batman. So check this one out. It's uh, definitely a different feel than... Um, yeah, going to have a little Vampire bit more of a legitimate Trump. movie kind of vibe. Than, uh... Yeah, for sure. But then we'll be taking it home, like we said, after that with old Hubie Halloween. So really... <laughs> yeah, but fear not, because Sandler, wacky Sandler voices on the horizon... It's- Get your popcorn ready for that. Other than that, uh, Devil All the Time is the next one we'll be watching. Uh, and definitely uh, uh, get again. prepared for the Geeked Up Zoom Room. A couple uh-huh. of weeks, two weeks from tonight, actually. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, get ready for the Geeked Up Zoom Room, the 29th, Thursday night before Halloween. Uh, horror movie trivia. Horror trivia uh-huh. in general. A hundred percent. Because who maniacally laughed in the uh, thriller video? Very possibly a question. Absolutely. And again, of course, uh, big thanks again to our Halloween expert, Ray Goots. Uh, check out Haunted House Comedy and all the stuff on the Goots cast. Yes, and sir. other than that, 
I'm Devin Barnes. That's Liam Whalen. It's Halloween time, so we're going to close you out with the scariest song I've ever heard. And <laughs> one that seems to really fit this movie. Take it away, Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> Y'all, this is Mr. Wu Baby himself, Andre Davi. You're listening to the Geeked Up Podcast on SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm still taking those episodes and emails, y'all. Woo! Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, 